The College Football Experience, Auburn Tigers 2022 College Football Preview Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W I N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already played fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. Uh, it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. And 22 season preview. We Tigers. I mean, I know we're quoting Coach O, but we Tigers for today. Auburn, look, if you're on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube right now because you can watch all of our podcasts. 131 teams where we're doing a solo podcast for every single team in the land, all the FBS, and we'll give you an FCS preview. That's why you subscribe to the college football experience, but also you can see me rocking this sweet ass Damian Craig Jersey from back in the nineties. Shout out to Damian Craig. And look like it f- might've fit you in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. Uh, <laughs> look, my name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price. But no one touches Dundee. Come to the land down under. It's always the best spot to talk college football because we do it year round. And I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, well. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I am that kind of guy, aren't I? <laughs> you are that kind of guy, Patty C. And right now, you know, we're talking Auburn Tigers, and there's always drama going on at the University of Auburn, I feel like. But hey. Look, I always had a soft spot for the Auburn Tigers growing up. I enjoyed enjoyed them. Oh yeah, you gotta love Auburn. It's something that something about them and the Patrick Nix days, the Damian Craig days. I always enjoyed my time. I mean, running back you. If you're a fan of football and you don't appreciate running back you, there's something wrong with you. Ooh, is it more? What's more, running back you, Georgia or Auburn? Uh, Of late, you gotta say Georgia. I hate. Or or do you throw Oklahoma State in the mix? Have they been cranking them out? Well, I just think Thurman Thomas, Barry Sanders, Tatum Bell. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy just mo- went to the Carolina Panthers from the Canadian guy. 
No, uh, now God, now I'm forgetting his name, but yeah, he's a speedster. Uh, um, anyway, I'm gonna pull that up. There's other running backs too for Oklahoma State. I feel like someone else that went recently to the NBA or to the NFL. Jeez, I'm all over the place. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, Chuba Hubbard. How do how do we draw a blank on that? Yeah. People were like, okay, let me stop listening here. <laughs> Uh, well, we're going to talk a little Auburn Tigers, but I guess before we talk some Auburn Tigers, I think we need to. Yes, we're talking Auburn Tigers. Play the Dundee music. This is a rich program, Patty C. Pat Die. Tommy, or no, Terry Bowden. Jeez, I almost said Tommy Bowden. I can't talk tonight. Josh Malzahn. Gene Chisick. I mean, I mean, Auburn football is a rich history. I mean, who? Bo Jackson, James Brooks, Lionel James. Come on. I mean, you can go on Cadillac and on Williams, and on. Lonnie Brown. Yes. I mean, they're just, they're, they're, they've been just killing it for a long time since, I mean, shit, since the eighties, Patty, see, they have what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven double digit win seasons. Who's to say this year won't be another one? Let's hop into it. Let's talk a little Auburn Tiger football. War Eagle, baby. Boom. Um last uh, year was rough. Well, look, that that's the thing. I feel like from the start, more so that I know we're previewing all these teams, but Auburn, you fired Gus Malzon. And you hired Brian Harson. You give him one year, and and really, kind of the wheels fell off. Look, Brian Harson is—he's eighty-two and thirty-one as a head coach. Look, you go back and look—you hadn't won at LSU in twenty years. You yeah. accomplished that in year one with Brian Harson, right? I get it. You had an eight-point loss to Penn State in a game I felt like you were in. Georgia whooped you, but Georgia was fucking. Pretty damn good last year. Fifteen players drafted. Yeah, and Georgia was whipping you before he got there. Yeah, Texas A and M whooped you. Okay, that was in College Station. That happens. You blow a big lead to Mike Leach in Mississippi State. Mike Leach, our guy, friend of the program, can't talk too, too, you know, bad about that. But at the same time, you had that lead. You were there. Okay, then you blow a game at South Carolina. That one you circle as the bad loss, right? Beamer had some magic late in the year, though. I mean, South Carolina, if I'm uh, remembering correctly, they weren't that good. East Carolina. They beat, beat Florida forty to seventeen in the second half. Well, Florida of this didn't everyone beat Florida? I guess a little bit. Um, but uh, Florida also hung with Bama. East Carolina should have beat South Carolina. I watched that game and I thought South Carolina sucked. That was a bad loss. Um, I no, mean, but but South Carolina, yeah, it's a bad loss for Auburn. And then comes if Tank Bisby, Tank Bigsby, who is a damn good running back, if he doesn't go out of bounds, yeah. And, and he lets that clock. Then run. they beat Nick Saban in year one, and I guarantee you they're probably extending him. Yeah, he's got a he's got a, a statue outside of Jordan Hare. Now, did Harson get conservative? A little too conservative in that game. I agree. Did Harson uh, perhaps make the wrong decision stretching the game to overtime? I agree. Maybe, maybe was that his decision? Or I'm sorry. In the first overtime, I'm saying he could have went for two. Okay. Instead of playing this game with Alabama, yeah, where you know that. I'm not even going to say I fully agree with that. Up to that final drive, they they were were the better team all day that day. Yeah, Uh, Bryce Young is what like a 95 yard drive, whatever that was. Yeah, 
Heisman Trophy but, winner earned it that. In but that they moment. wanted to fire him. They were trying everything they could to fire Brian Harson. I felt to like. me, it's it's just so typical of like the same thing with Rich Rodriguez at Michigan. O- only the opposite, right? Whereas Rich Rodriguez at Michigan is like a, a country guy, and Michigan fancies themselves Michigan men. Blah blah blah. We can't have a West Virginian leading us, right? Harson is a is a, a Mormon in you know from Idaho. Right. Is he Mormon? I don't don't even know know if he's Mormon, but I assume he's Mormon (laughs) because he's from Idaho. But um, then uh, he comes down to the Bible Belt South. I think they want, he just doesn't feel like what they want down there. That's my take. I could be completely wrong about that, but there's no reason for them to be so sour on him right out the gates. I mean, he was pretty good for the first half of the first two games. He outscored his opponents 122 to 10. Well, I mean, there was trash. Akron and Alabama State. But still, why would you be upset about the, those performances? Like they they almost lost to Georgia State though. That score is deceiving. Yeah, that they 10 should point have win. Lost. They should have lost to Georgia State, but I just still think it's year one. Relax. Yeah. Let the guy do his thing. I get it, they lost to Houston in the bowl game. But I'll be I honest, mean, you can't you can't bowl games are crazy these days. He was taken over for a six and five team from Malzahn. It's not like I mean, yes, there there is more talent there than, you know, a six and five or six and seven record should have, but, but what's the win? Okay. I mean, obviously the win against Alabama, they had their chance. If tank big be smarter, you know, if he plays that over, which I'm sure if, if, if he had that opportunity, he would do it. You know, sometimes you just call it, you, you make a mistake. Chris Weber with the, the timeout, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this shit happens, um, but big win. How about beating 10 and two Ole Miss by 11 or points? LSU in Baton Rouge, which you hadn't done in 20 years Yeah, um, or Arkansas, Sam pulled pork Pittman. You, you yeah, won by they 15 went, they at went nine and Arkansas. Four last year. Yeah. At that point, if you look like through the first like six weeks, it was looking kind of good. Like first eight weeks, really, it's really the A and M game. Okay. But also Bo Nix got injured. You remember that Bo Nix was injured. They had TJ Finley playing some of these games. Um, yeah, through the first seven games, their only losses were at Penn State and to eventual national champion Georgia. Other than that, you're winning against good football teams. Yeah, and that Penn State game was a cl- like I feel like even the score was d- the wheels fell off late, and then yeah. Auburn fans became Auburn fans and went insane overnight. I mean, there's talk that he might not be there, Patty. See, like by the time October comes, because the buyout lowers. <laughs> Or by the time November yeah. comes, whenever that like, buyout lowers, they're just out the door. It's like he could be six and he's one. He's eighty-two and thirty-one as a head coach. I, I get it. He was in the Mountain West. He was in the Sun he Belt. Boys, but I mean, he, come yeah. on. He's a you give him a four, like. I I think when you commit to a coach, unless you go zero and twelve or one and eleven, yeah, give the you guy gotta give the guy some time. time. Yeah. Um, His second to last game, they. <laughs> Lost in four overtimes to the national runner-up. They're up the whole game. Yeah, and the whole game. They lost in the bowl game to uh, what an eleven or twelve-win Houston team. Yeah, like the and Houston, they yeah. lost by four points. They were good. They passed the eye test. They weren't great, but it was year one. It that seems like and a it, very they didn't have steady quarterback play. Bo Nix was young. He was also injured. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, maybe you had, maybe that's just bad luck in a way from the quarterback position, but yeah, it takes a little time, guys. Seventy first in scoring offense, they were a season ago. Sixty sixth in rushing offense, 59th in passing offense, sixty seventh in total offense. Patty C, not great. The new offensive coordinator is Eric uh, Kisaw. 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 Yeah, I don't know. 
I'm a skeptic because he was at Colorado with Dan Hawkins when he destroyed the program. Um, but personal, uh, personal grievance there. But I mean, he walks into a decent. So T.J. Finley's back at quarterback. You know, Bo Nix transferred out to Oregon. T.J. Finley, I think he's going to be the starter. But they also brought in Zach Calzada. <laughs> I ordered a Calzada when I was in New York City. I went into an Italian place. I ordered a Calzada. Dude, the thing oh, was delicious. delicious. All right, T.J. Finley um, only fifty four point seven percent completion percentage versus Bo Nix is sixty one. Calzada wasn't setting the world on fire either. I think that's the biggest thing for Arkansas. I mean, for I'm, I'm sorry. For Auburn's success this year, I think the quarterback position is going to have to be key. They got to play better, whether it's Calzada, whether it's Finley. I think it's going to be Finley. I think yeah. it's going to be TJ Finley. But well, he had six touchdowns, one interception. Bonex eleven touchdowns, three interceptions. So they seem to be having a good ratio there, regardless of who they have at that spot. But having seventeen passing touchdowns on the season at Auburn, when you scored as many points as you did like early in the season. It, they they were leaning on the run. It's clear, and supposedly, you know, with the lack of receiving core they have this year, they're going to have to do it again. Well, Tank Bigsby's a beast. Look, uh, I gave him a hard time about the out of bounds, much like everybody, but he's human. We he's all good. make we all make mistakes. He's a beast. He's yeah. a beast. They also got Jarquez uh, Hunter. He can play as well. Four or five starters back on the O line. Patty, see, circle that. That's impressive. That's huge. Uh, tight end John Samuel Schenker is back. Uh, they got a few tight ends there. I think. Uh, Tyler from and uh, keep an eye out. I call this guy the mummy. His name is Brandon Frazier. <laughs> not, not Brendan. Brandon, Brandon Frazier. Okay. Uh, one of three wideouts are back, uh, being Shedrick Jackson. I think that's a, a an area of concern. Uh, defensively, Derek Mason took a pay cut to leave. I think he was like, you know what? They were underappreciated. I'm gone. He goes to Oklahoma State for a lot less money. So new defensive coordinator Jeff Schmetting, great name. <laughs> what was the offensive lineman? Schenker. Uh, we got Schenker and Schmetting. Uh, the offensive coordinator. What are you talking about? No. Yeah, yeah. Same. The tight end, John Samuel Schenker. Yeah. And you got Jeff Schmetting. <laughs> this is great. Um, interesting hire, but I think it could be a, a slept-on one. He's got roots back to Boise, Eastern Washington. We were but, doing a little yeah. review on his uh, credentials. Kind of impressive. Had some decent years. I can tell you this: when he left Eastern Washington, they really fell off. So that was encouraging. From there, I was like, "Well, um, they're they do lose their top two tacklers from a season that goes to Kobe McLean and uh, Chandler Wooten's gone, but three or four starters back on the D line, led by Colby Wooden. And I think, I think this one here, this Oregon transfer coming in. I know I'm getting ahead of myself with the transfer portal, but Jason Jones was a big get by them. Also watch out for the edge rusher, Derek Hall. He seems to be a beast linebacking core. One of two uh, is back. And that is Owen Popo. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that, but uh, three of four in the secondary coming back led by Zion Pickett. But how many uh, total returning stars on D there? Uh, but they 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 got to replace Smoke Monday and Roger McCurry. Those guys were beast. Smoke Monday was good. Uh, I am seeing they have what seven of their uh, eleven back. Maybe you can make an argument six. Is there some injuries? That's decent. Um, Patty C, talk to me about the recruiting rankings. Well, first I'll I'll, I'll say uh, first team all conference only Tank Bigsby on offense and only Derek Hall on defense. So. Uh, 
the prognosticators aren't too high on them uh, from a, 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 a elite talent perspective. Second team, no players on offense and only Colby Wooden on the defense. So defensive line looks good there. Recruiting rankings. They slipped a little bit under Harson's watch, but they were slipping a little bit. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> usually pretty good. Since 2018, they've been 12, 13, 8, and then 18 and 21 over the last two seasons. That's good for three, six, five, seven, and nine within the SEC. So slipping down those rankings a little bit, a little bit of a concern, but they've done well in the transfer portal, ranked number 22 this year past off season. Eight. I'm going to talk about that in a minute here, but first I got his, I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience, Auburn tiger war Eagle preview uh, is brought to you by win bet, bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets, bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W I N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play fantasy on sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone or join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app is live in the app store and Google play store. It is your home for all of our free picks, podcasts, and content. So grab that thing today and let it ride. We're also brought to you by athletic greens in their AG one supplement. You're probably wondering, Hey, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG one, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day. Right. And this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and your aging. All those things will turn you into Bo Jackson. All right. <laughs> Trust me. It costs Especially the adaptogens. <laughs> yes, the adaptogens. It costs less than $3 a day. Uh, AG one supports better sleep quality and recovery. And to make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, to advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN studio, we use IP vanish VPN to make it truly easy and you know, to stay private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. Maybe that's the problem. Patty C. The alumni were trying to get uh-huh. him Harson fired, but maybe he has IP he vanish. He has IP vanish, right? He's just killing it. Uh, so go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And we are back talking Auburn Tiger football, Patty C. <laughs> War Eagle. Oh, yeah. Whoa, I didn't okay. stop it. War okay. Eagle, my bad. Uh, <laughs> Patty C. Um, I was surprised when you told me the transfer portal rankings because I get it. They brought in Zach Calzada. I was not that impressed, but I mean, to be fair, I believe Calzada was a freshman. Yeah. So, yes, he could improve. You know, 
I don't know that necessarily the uh, transfer portal rankings are based at all on production. I think it may be based on what they were from a stars standpoint when they entered into like they're just using basically old data. Okay. Well, they brought in Jason Jones, defensive tackle for Oregon. I think that's a big get for them. Linebacker Eugene Asante comes in from North Carolina, and wide receiver Dazzle and Warsome comes in from the Miami Hurricanes, as well as safety Craig McDonald from Dazz- Iowa State. Dazzling, yeah, pretty D- great name. That is pretty great name. But I want to talk about what they lost because, in my opinion, I think you could make the case. You could make the case that they lost the transfer portal. I don't think they're factoring in what they lost. Correct? Yeah, I don't think so. So when you look at this, um, Eric Reed, cornerback, leaves Auburn for Georgia Tech. Roe Torrance cornerback leaves Auburn for Arizona state. They also lose quarterback Demetrius Davis, which probably would have never played. So this one probably doesn't hurt because he goes to Alabama state, right? But they also lose Ian Matthews on the defensive line to Missouri tight end. Uh, JJ Pegues, Pegues, I think it is to uh, Ole Miss. I think he's pretty good too. Uh, defensive lineman, Lee Hunter to UCF. Romello height, a linebacker to USC uh, defense alignment, Daniel Foster Allen to South Alabama. So he probably wasn't going to get too much burn, but maybe you never know. Uh, and then they lost Kobe Hudson wide receiver to UCF. Gus smells on grabbing a couple guys, Dre Butler, a, another defensive lineman to Liberty, a safety or uh, Amari Harvey to Georgia tech, uh, Bo Nix to Oregon to Sean Manning on the defensive line to Kentucky. I mean, Bo Nix, like, what do you think of him? And Elijah Canyon, wide receiver to Purdue. I think Bo Nix is better than Zach Calzada. Yeah. I mean, Bo Nix had that one play where he's running all over the field and he finally ends up throwing the touchdown. It's pretty, pretty amazing. It made him look like a superstar with potential. His uh, issue has been consistency, not necessarily potential. Well, to me, that's the thing is they got worse at the quarterback spot to me. Yeah. Right. And I also thought they lost a transfer portal. That's two big L's. Now we'll see what can happen here. Las Vegas is saying the win total for the Auburn uh, Tigers here, six and a half, but it's plus one thirty on the over, minus one fifty on the under. Currently, I mean these are all subject to change by the time you're listening to this. But um, let's hop into it because Auburn doesn't have a road game until October eighth, which is almost unbelievable. Um, they start out with a big one. Patty C. The Mercer Bears are coming to Jordan <laughs> Hare on September 3rd. They don't have a road game till October 8th. Unbelievable. I know you just said that. I'm just reiterating in my mind what you just said. So I actually maybe Harson could save his job because I think they're gonna beat the tar out of the Mercer Bears at Jordan Hare on September 3rd. I think you're right. Saturday, September 10th, San Jose State and Brent Brennan come to town. I think Auburn's gonna win that, but Watch out because I think San Jose State might be a little bit better than what people think. Man, that would be a surprise. But if Georgia State could, granted, Georgia State was better than what people thought they were going to be. San Jose State went on the road and beat Arkansas, I think it was two years ago. Wow. Yeah, maybe three years ago. I, I can't recall. Look, I think Auburn's going to win this game, but I do think San Jose State is going to be a little bit better than what projected as in the Mountain West. So then comes week three. This one's a tough one. Penn State comes to town. Sean Clifford. I feel like in year 55. Yeah. Um, who are you going with here? I'm going to go Auburn. I feel like, yeah, this is a one-to-one split kind of series. 
you know, and I feel like Auburn's going to be a little better. This is going to be a really close game. I feel like, I feel like yeah. it's going to come down to a couple big plays. Now I, I kind of think Penn state has the better team on a neutral site. I think I would take Penn state. I think, uh, but the, at Jordan Hare, you rated that as one of the biggest advantages, at least in the sec for a home field advantage. I agree with you. It's uh, it's way up there. I think you had it at what number two in the. I think so. I gotta I gotta yeah. to check it again. But yeah, we went through. You can find all of that by the way on our Twitter account, the College Football Experience at TCE on SGPN. Um, big home field advantage though, and I think that you're right. I think that's enough to get them over the. Head. So I got them three and zero. You got them three and zero too. I think I got them three and zero. Yeah. Win total six and a half. Next, the Missouri Tigers come to town on September 24th. That's a win. I got them four and zero. Yeah. After that, Brian Kelly and LSU come to town on Saturday, October first. Patty C, I got them losing this one. You really think LSU is going to have that? Both these teams were six and seven last year. I think LSU is more talented, and I think they're better at the quarterback spot. Who are they got again? They got Jaden Daniels, Daniels and but think Brian Kelly with Jaden Daniels. Yeah, we'll utilize him correctly. Yeah, I think LSU is the better team right now on paper. Now, obviously, Jordan Hare can change that. Yes, but I I just think with T, TJ Finley. I think LSU is a better football team right now. I'm going Auburn, and I think LSU won the transfer portal. Although I think Auburn will have one loss by this point in the season, so I'll, I'll say I don't even know that I do. They could easily be five and zero. They could easily be five and zero after this. But uh, I got them four and one. Okay, I'll say four and one. Then they go between the hedges at Georgia Sanford Stadium. That's a loss, right? Yeah. Or is there any chance? Any chance? I mean, in this series, yes, but it's been a blowout lately in this series. So I feel like Georgia's a distinct advantage here. I think Georgia rolls them. So I got them at four and two. Back to back road. And here's the thing they have owned Ole Miss lately. Auburn has? Yeah. I think it's seven or eight in a row, if memory serves me correct. There you go. Let's let's continue that streak then. I got them winning. So that's four and two through the first six games of the season, or is that. Seven games. No, I got that's that's five, five and, two. and two. Five and two. Now here's the bad thing. We already previewed the Arkansas game when we did the Arkansas preview. Go listen to it. I had Arkansas winning that. Oh yeah. Well, I I still feel like that's probably true. Yeah. So I don't I got, know. The Plains makes it a tough tough place for Arkansas to play, but I think Arkansas is better. Yeah, I got Arkansas winning that. Right. Yeah. So that puts them at. What did I just say? Five and five and three. three. Five and three, and you you got them at five and three as well. Yeah, at Mississippi State, I got that as a loss in Starkville. Will uh, Leach beat them last year? I think Leach is only going to be better this year. I'll say they get one of those two though against Arkansas and Mississippi State. So you got them at five and four. Yeah, five and four. I got them at six and three. I got them home to Texas A and M. This should be a good one, but I think A and M is going to get this one. I do too. So I got them now at. Five and five. Yeah. Then they're home to Western Kentucky. I think they beat Western Kentucky, and I think they go bowling. Six and five. And then they're. I got them at seven and four. Yeah. Then they're at Alabama, and I think that's a loss. I think they go six and six. They win the the bowl game, whatever the hell bowl game they have. Yeah, but it's six and a uh, six and a half is the number. S- six and a half is the number. You got them going under. Here's, I got them going over. But here's my problem with going over. I thought about this long and hard. Right. Yeah, I said, what if they upset Texas A&M on November twelfth? Then they'll be on the over, right? Yeah. But I also said, Colby, you have them beating Penn State, you have them beating Ole Miss in Oxford, right? Those are losable games. I, you know, I even think Missouri could maybe give them a game. You yeah. know, I don't, so it's like, 
I mean, it's the SEC West. It's no freaking joking. I think they're going to be. I think they're more likely to be like it would not surprise me at all if they're seven and five. But I also think percentage wise, more likely it'll be more likely that they're six and six. And there's also this factor, Patty C. This is a potential disaster scenario. We've already heard about this that the buyout could happen, and by October twenty second, that bye week, they fire Brian Harson. Yeah. So imagine this. Imagine they start out two and zero, and they lose to Penn State, and they lose to Missouri, and he's fired. Right? Or they wait until after that, but the wheels come off, and then they have a terrible season. Yeah. When you have a situation like this with the coach, it actually it makes you nervous to bet the over to me, because there's a potential, like there's a, there's potential for them to have a terrible season if they fire him. You know, I can see like people just saying, "Oh, whatever." You know, you saw it with LSU last year with Ordron. Oh yeah, if they're trying to get him out the door and he's struggling, he needs to be winning earlier. You I've, saw it with Florida with Mullen. Yeah, exactly. Th- these things happen where like and then people buy out. Like the, the they, they're not paying attention. The players just like whatever. Yeah, and especially if yeah. the, if the season plays out kind of the same exact way it did last year with some early big wins, and then they start to like peter down the stretch. Two or three losses in a row, especially if there's a bad loss in there. Yeah, they'll pull the plug. You start getting opt outs for the NFL draft. You'll get all this stuff for transfers. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I think it, I, that's why it's also smarter to bet the under, is because if something like that happens, they could go. They might lose to fucking Western Kentucky on November nineteenth. I highly doubt that, but I'm saying if everyone's you saw it. It happens. I would very much doubt that they're they're far too talented to lose to Western Kentucky under any circumstances. Um, but that would be was insane. it Florida that was like hanging around like, like Samford, Samford or something yeah, that's like true. Uh, that's when, true. when you buy out when the players quit they quit yeah, you know what I mean on, like I'm yeah. not saying they're gonna quit but you never know. I mean, Fuente yeah. struggled with this for years. Helton struggled this for with this for years. When the administration and the the fan base isn't bought in. It 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 kills the locker room too. It just it sours everything, and so he's kind of facing that. It's very important that he. So what if he's fired by October twenty second? Would that change your opinion? Of course, on them the on under. them winning uh, at you know Mississippi State like you had them or 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 winning one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely does. I think if this season goes bad for them, it could go very bad. But I'm looking at this right now. They've had consecutive six win seasons. Uh, take a guess. When the last time they went three consecutive seasons without at least eight wins in one of them, nineties, mm. nineteen seventy eight was wow. the last time they went a, a third straight season without eight wins. So this team wins, and they're very proud. And last year they were very good. They lost some close games that they shouldn't have lost. I think we're going to have a rebound situation a little bit. Do they have the worst quarterback situation in the SEC West? I don't think Finley's god awful, but 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 would you put KJ Jefferson above him? Yes. Would you put Bryce Young above him? Yes. <laughs> would you put uh Jaden Daniels above him? Yes. Would you put uh the dude from USC? Who's that? Uh No, no, no SEC West. No, no, but the guy who went to Ole Miss from Oh, Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart. Yeah. Uh, I'd put Jackson Dart above him. Yeah. The question, Max Johnson. I think Max Johnson slash Haynes King. I think I'd probably go Max Johnson Haynes King. I don't know. That's a that's equally shitty. I think I'd go TJ Finley over those really? guys. Yeah. I don't think I would. Maybe but, Max Johnson. I don't yeah. know anything about Haynes King. Uh, well, I think Max Johnson will be the starter. But uh, 
We'll find out. Look, Auburn, I'm rooting for you. I got the Damian Craig. We need Damian Craig 2.0 to come out of nowhere. Maybe that's what TJ Finley can be this year. All right. There you go. I'm on the under. Last chance for you to take the under, buddy. I'm not on the under. I I, I believe it's like uh, a hardball kind of situation when everyone said, "Oh, it's done. They're going over." And then, hey, the program is what it is. You know, and that's it, true. Everyone thought Harbaugh going to be fired. Yeah, gets it gets to the to, to the, the, play, the invitation, yeah. as it were. Um, and and uh, they get stomped, but yeah. still, it was a good season. He beat Ohio State. I mean, come on. Um, all right, folks. Both on the under. Oh no, I'm on the under. You're on the over. Yep. Jeez, I swear I'm a little slow today. (laughs) All right, folks, uh, subscribe to the college football experience because we're breaking down all 131 teams. You know, we'll hit on the over and under every single one of them. We've done this for years and years and years. So check us out. We are on YouTube at the College Football Experience, and also we're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. If you give us a five star review, take a screenshot, and uh, you know. Show me that thing on Twitter. I'm at the Colby D. Just DM me that screenshot and we'll send you a college football experience t shirt. How about that? Boom. How about that? And what what else, Patty C? Check out the college basketball experience because the jungle is awesome. Bruce Pearl building that thing. And you better believe me, Patty C and NC Nick also talk college basketball year round. We host the college basketball experience. We host the college football experience and we host the college baseball experience. Auburn Tigers doing damage in college baseball as well. They keep a good program all around. Bruce Pearl brought that basketball program back. They're rolling. Yeah. Auburn proud, proud rolling sports school. They are rolling. So subscribe to all that. Check out the SGPN app. Also. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of other uh, uh, great podcasts there that I think you'll like. Um, the MLB gambling podcast going on this summer, the CFL gambling podcast. If you like the Canadian football league, the USFL gambling podcast, Birmingham, Alabama, me, Patty C and NC Nick also host the USFL gambling podcast. As I know you guys were great to, uh, to keep, uh, you know, that, that spring league going on there in Birmingham. We love football here oh, yeah. at the, and check out the sports gambling podcast. Cause they have, uh, they have, uh, just cover everything when it comes to the NFL or whether it's triple crown, whether it's uh, you know, NHL Stanley cup, uh, they, we got you covered. So check out all that stuff. Get that SGPN app. You'll have access to all of that. And Patty, see anything else you want to say about these Auburn tigers? Well, just on that USFL comment, we, uh, the state of Alabama has a special place in our hearts for hosting the USFL and bringing us what at least 10 more weeks of football that we didn't have prior to this year. So thank you. Good people of Alabama. So being for being so rabid about your football, they say the football capital of the South. It is. I love it. I love it. Birmingham, the whole state. It's a beautiful. I love it. I even like South Alabama and UAB and Troy shout out to all those programs. War damn Eagle. Yes. War Eagle though. Damian Craig Jersey on Patty C making me remember the good old days. I love it. Let's go Auburn Tigers. This is the college football experience Auburn Tiger style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.